Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover, your home for ice fishing news, tips, stories, and strategies. And now, your host, Chris Larson. Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast. Today we're talking Red Lake with Mark Baganek. Mark is kind of a jack of all trades. He's a full-time firefighter in Thief River Falls, runs the bait shop at the West Wind Resort on Upper Red Lake, and the fishing department at the Hardware Hank in Thief River Falls, Minnesota. Mark, you've been a busy guy lately. West Wind Resort is getting their fish houses out of the lake. People are already hauling in Red Lake limits. Thanks for taking some time to talk to us today. Well, thank you very kindly for having me, sir. You know, just a real correction there, we we are not hauling the, the fish houses on the lake yet. We do have them on shore, um, but this that that migration onto the lake should happen within the next week. You know, we're we're sitting on some really good ice out to about a mile and a half, but we're battling some open water out deeper that's kind of concerning. The lake seems to be shifting. So, yeah, it's we're still on a, on a holding pattern here. Yeah, what what are the ice conditions like? I'm seeing people out there already, but uh, what is it like out on the lake right now in early December? Well, we we've really we started out with with ice, you know, early in the month of November. So a lot of the local guys got out right away, and and instantly they found a lot of cloudy water, so they need to migrate out into a little deeper water. And you get in that, you know, of course on Red Lake, seventy or ninety, ten, you know, feet. That's deeper water considering. But uh, we've been bringing in huge fish because we still have that liberal limit in the month of November. So a lot of local guys within 100 miles of, of uh, Upper Red Lake, you know, come up here and just really put the smack down on, on tons of fish. Now, that limit changed the 1st of December where you can only keep one fish over 17 inches and the, the other three have to be under 17 Mark, what makes ice fishing on Red Lake special? People are talking about it. If you go on to some of the forums and you look at uh, Facebook and some of the groups there, that seems to be the big topic of conversation right now is ice fishing on Red, Red Lake. What makes it special in your eyes? You're a guy that's been around the lake your whole life. Well, I think, you know, we this especially early ice, you know, these fish, it's funny about Red Lake is that we have great early fishing in the summer guys will come up here and catch bucket loads of fish and you know you won't you won't be surprised to hear people catch 100 fish a day in a boat well that fishing stays good normally to about early july and once early july starts these fish get out deeper and they start roaming the basin in deeper water guys have a tough time catching fish and essentially people just kind of give up on them well these fish are out there getting fat eating you know miles and miles and miles of shiners and all the perch and all the fish all the food they want so when early ice comes these fish are as fat as footballs and and they're hungry and so guys come up and that's the the craze and a lot of these younger guys will come up early and they'll bring their little uh their little rapala fish counters and i've seen it many times where guys are in the hundreds for catching and releasing you know walleyes on early ice on red lake and I've always said Red Lake's like a dog dish. You know, it freezes easy and quickly. And when you get good fishable early ice, um, that's this is the mecca. This is where everybody comes. And you talked a little bit earlier about the new regulations that just started December 1st. It's a four walleye bag limit with only one fish over 17 inches allowed. Why is Red Lake managed the way it is? Boy, you know, you talk to the fisheries guys down in Bemidji and 
and uh, we had a lot of bigger fish that needed to get out of our our system. And uh, in fact, I just talked to Tony Kennedy. He come in here and dropped off the new regulations the other day at the bait shop here at Westwind. And I said, I said, what about? They're taking a lot of big fish out of here, Tony. I look at the gut buckets every day, and there's lots of huge fish coming out of here. What do you think of that? And he put two thumbs up. He said, Yep, that's what we want. And you know, in the in the outdoor industry, all sportsmen, we seem to be kind of critical of our DNR. The DNR is not doing this right. The DNR is not doing Mille Lacs Lake right. But I always say this: whatever the DNR is doing to Upper Red Lake and to the Lower Red Lake, you know the the Red Lake tribe to the west of us, they they're doing a fantastic job of managing their fishery, and so is the DNR on managing our fishery. Because, like I say, growing up here, I've seen it bad where you'd go up there and catch, you know, a few fish that were 13 to 15 inches, and that's all you caught. Or now you're, I mean, I caught my personal best the other day at 28 inch walleye, and I released it, and I thought that that's unbelievable, and I've never seen it before, and I never thought I'd ever see it. It's quite a fishery. It's I think it's one of the best managed fisheries in the state. Well, what makes Red Lake unique as a fishery? I know you've kind of hit on a few different things already where it's very shallow. Um, it's not a deep lake. There's what I've heard is really there's not a lot of structure. It's, and it's kind of like you said, it's kind of like a dog dish. Uh, can you talk about some of the unique features of Red Lake and what people are going to see if they come up there? On Red Lake, obviously a couple of feet in transition on, on the bottom, a little break here is a big difference, you know. Unlike you get up to Lake of the Woods or any other lake where you got, you know, big reefs and lots of structure. Red Lake does have some rock fingers, you know, down, we call it, I call it Keller's Point and further down towards the old Kansas City Resort. And then we call it, we have a rock hump that's way out in the middle that everybody tries to get to. And, you know, sure, it's, it's 12, 13 feet around and it comes up to about 10 feet. And in this basin, that's, that's a lot of structure. That's a big difference and that holds fish. You know, if you talk about these fish, we you know, wheeled fish houses, and I've always considered it like winter camping. People are bringing their families up, they're going fishing, and they're, it's like winter camping. Only the, the benefit or the bonus of it is they get to catch some fish through the hole instead of going sitting at a state park somewhere or in the woods. These guys are catching a limit of Red Lake walleyes. So I think that's a big unique part of it. You're, a lot, you're, you're able to get a lot of places with all these resorts that are plowing roads. And, and I grew up as a kid, this lake, when you looked at it at night, you never wanted to even think about going on to it because it looked like a big monster would have been out there. Where now, I can sit in my cabin at night and it looks like the skyline of Chicago or St. Paul. You know, these, these roads are going all over the lake. So, you know, that's a, that's a pretty big uh, road system they got, you know, they got out there. So that, that's probably the big push for it. They don't have that, I, I don't think, on any other bigger body of water. Kind of like a city infrastructure, getting out to where the houses are and where people want to fish. You talked about a little bit earlier, you do share the lake with the Red Lake Reservation. There's tribal boundaries out on the water. If people are going to come out there and do some fishing, what do they need to know when it comes to those boundaries? Well, the, the tribe does not mark on, on the lake itself. They do not do that. On shore, there's white signs you can see where where it'll say uh, Red Lake tribal land. But if anybody has any kind of, you know, fish finder or GPS, you're going to find out that the contour lines stop at the reservation water. And, and a lot of the local resorts, especially the South Shore, skirt that whole line north and south. They, those guys in the South Shore, 
a month into the fishing season are going to be on the North Shore. So most people know they're educated not to go, uh, you know, anything, you know, west of that road. So that's about the only real barrier you're going to have to know. And if you know, and if you do go on it, you know, the, the tribe, they do monitor with snowmobiles, uh, their game wardens. And so you'll get a ticket or you'll lose your equipment. So you got to be real careful. Good information to know. We talked a little bit earlier, but what what are the current ice conditions out there right now? I know we had the snowstorm pass through and kind of weather is getting a little bit wonky. It's definitely colder up in your neck of the woods than it is here in the metro area. But uh, what are those ice conditions like right now? Well, you know, we had last two mornings we've had below zero. We had six below yesterday morning and we had, uh, I think it was like zero this morning. Right now it's 20. We got probably about five to six inches of, of snow and most of it stayed on the lake. We didn't have a, you know, a big wind, a big blow at this storm. So it's really nice for snowmobiling on it. If you're going to bring your snowmobile, you can go anywhere with your, your ATV or your side-by-side. And we're sitting at, like I say, between 12 to 14 inches of ice. I've actually heard reports of 16 inches, but uh, you're going to get to some good fishable waters. But it's just that open water that we, you know, that we're contending without deeper. And and of course we did have some other open spots uh, last weekend, so that froze over. So there's only about an inch and a half on a lot of that ice. So you know you you really got to be careful. You you know listen to your resorts wherever you're going to go out from. You know I'm on the fire department here in Kelly or Waskish, and on the first responder squad. So if you have a an emergency, I'm the guy that's going to come pull you out. Me and my friends. And, and we surely don't want to see that. So, you know, get educated from the resort you're going out from. And yeah. with any luck, they'll, you know, they'll, they're, they don't want you to get in no trouble neither. So they're going to, you know, educate you as best they can. What's your favorite way to chase walleyes on Red Lake? I love to just drill a lot of holes, as many holes as you can. And, and like I say, these fish are nomadic. They're always on the move. And I like to sit and I like to use a, a buckshot rattle spoon or, or anything with a good rattle. Lindy rattling flyers is good and keep on the move and and if you don't graph or don't see anything within 10 15 minutes you move and that's just it like i say a two foot contour change in depth or even a foot can make all the difference in the world so you got to be you got to be able to move be and i always said this growing up everybody would go fishing and you see a crowd of people and they go fish next to the crowd well i say just the opposite if you see somebody someplace you go the opposite way twice as far just get away from them you know, this we've got thinner ice conditions, you know, these fish get spooked, you literally kind of rack it on the ice, and that's that's a big part of it too. Got to be mobile and stay away from people. You're running that bait shop there at the Westwind Resort. What are your favorite baits, lures, colors? What's in your tackle box? Well, like I say, I like the Lindy Rattling Flyer. I think it has one of the best BB rattlers in, in, in the business. They're real loud. I love the buckshot rattle spoon, anything with the noise, because we know we are a stained body of water. Um, the other day I fished in nine feet of water and it looked like you were fishing in root beer. But that's real good. The later, once the water clears up, I always like to keep uh, some like number four gamagatsu hooks, just a plain hook on a, on a, you know, real simple, just like when you were a kid, a plain hook is all you needed. That's, a, that's really good later on. Like I say, any glow shot spoon is good. Oh, and of course, there's them custom jigs and spins. Those slender spoons are good. You know, in the bait shop, everybody always has their favorite lure. That's why there's so much choice. Uh, so certain, we have a lot of local guys who like those 
those bloodline demons. That's what I caught that 28 inch around the other day. I got local guys who love that frosty spoon made by Lindy and then the custom G, uh, custom jigs and spins demon jigging spoon. That's really good. They got one of the red dots. There's local guys on the down by the sunny beach road. That's all they'll use. Up in Westland, you 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 stop by here. We'll we'll do our best to put you in the right direction and have the opportunity to catch a nice limit of fish. We want you to the best eating fish in the state. And uh, you come in into our restaurant and we'll cook them up for you. And you have a cold beer, or a cold pop, and and we'll take care of you. People are coming up to the lake for the first time. They're going out on the water. Where should they start if they're thinking about wh where is my first place to start drilling some holes? What would be your advice to them be? Well, right now we're going to start migrating all a little deeper. Early on, you're going to fish, you're set up in six and a half, seven and a half feet. But, and that's still a good spot to start if you're, if you get here before light. These fish are moving into the shallows in the evenings and move out in the morning. So, you know, for about an hour and a half window, you have the opportunity to catch some, you know, good quality fish. Once those fish go out deeper and start migrating in the basin and start looking, you know, chasing food, then you're going to get out of that 10, 11, 12 feet of water. And uh, of course, and you can get to that right now. That crack is quite a ways out. So you're going to have the ability to get out deeper water. And of course, hey, stop, stop at West Bend Resort. We'll, we'll take care of you. For sure. What's the most common mistake you see people make on Red Lake? Probably thinking that the fish, the fish are where all the other fish houses are, you know, people, and, and, and we try to educate them, but the problem is, is guys will come up here, they'll do, the, they'll do their homework, they have a buddy who come up here and caught fish in this one particular area, they'll go in there, and they'll bring a bunch of other people in there, and then they'll have a, quite a, you know, make a lot of racket, most fish will move out of there, like you say, with, especially this little shallow, or thinner ice, so like I say, you don't need to make a lot of racket. You don't. You need to be mobile. These big guys with these big fish houses, they expect to come catch 50 to 100 fish a day like they did in their portables, and that's just not going to happen. Crappies used to be the big draw in Red Lake, and after the boom of the early 2000s came a bust. What is the current state of the crappie population on Red Lake? You know, we just had a meeting, a fish advisory meeting here end of September, and all the DNR guys were, were – uh, giving us information on how the, the fall seining went. And I had a brother-in-law who went out, who actually was one of the guys who found the crappies on Upper Red Lake, my brother-in-law built there. And they said that when he went out and they took video of these, these nets coming in, they had a large number, a substantial number of smaller, you know, like a teacup size crappies in these nets. And they're saying in the next three to four years, we're gonna have a substantial a uh, number of these fish in our in our bag limit and it's what's really good to see he said it's not going to be like the early 2000s but we're going to see we're going to see some nice crappies in our mix again and which is good to see it because everybody remembers if you lived through the early 2000s man that was the time to be alive to, to witness that i mean you were i mean you just can't imagine that when you haul out <laughs> literally hay wagons full of fish guts out of the fish cleaning in the room it's unbelievable Mark, is there anything about Red Lake that I didn't ask you that you'd like to talk about today? My, our biggest thing that we see and that, that, that upsets the local people, like for people like me or at the resort or anybody who grew up on the lake who have kind of a kinship to it, is definitely the amount of garbage that's left here. And, you know, I could, 
in the spring of the year, I'll take my kids and we'll go take our four-wheeler down to down the beach. And you can you could take snowmobile trailers full of garbage, the garbage that floats up on shore. We're all adults. And your mother taught you a long time ago, if you make the mess, you clean it up. And that seems to be a lot of pretty disrespectful sports people, sports fishermen out there who just will throw their refuse bags there, their human waste bags, they'll bury it in a snow pile. And, and for us as, as landowners up here, people who are stewards of our lake, we, we, you know, we want this lake to be here for our children and for your children and grandchildren. You know, just take your garbage off the lake. Any, any dumpster, especially like the resort out of Westland, we have dumpsters. When you pay your, your lake access fee, that gives you the ability to clean your fish in our fish cleaning facility and throw your garbage in our dumpsters. And that's a, and that's a big issue up here, right? In the last 10 years, it's worse. So Mark, that's, tell a, us. that's a big thing I want to say. Mark, tell us a little bit about Westwind Resort. People are interested in coming up there and checking it out. What are they going to find when they pull in? You know, these are the owners of Westwind are, are lifelong residents of the area. Um, the owner used to be a logger. He used to he couldn't make a living. He worked his butt off logging, and and uh, I always said this is the resort that the crappies built. Um, you're going to find um, a family that when you get here in the morning and open up the bait shop at five o'clock, the owners here working already. And when you leave in the evening, he's going to be here still. I mean, it's their life. They put their blood, sweat, and tears into it. And and I think for that reason, it's one of the best run resorts on the lake. You know, and they're always trying. We, when I started with them seven years ago, I said, we got to expand our bait shop. We need to offer a bigger fish cleaning facility to our customers. And, uh, you know, they were, they were great about, yeah, let's do it. But uh, we see the need for it also. And right now the, the resort will open up for food on the weekends at eight in the morning for breakfast. But right now the resort doesn't open till 11. So you can have, you know, come in and have a dinner. It's got the best wild rice soup, I think in the nation. And uh, so, yeah, it, it, it has, we have uh, lakeside cabins, six lakeside cabins. We have some ridge homes. We offer 35 uh, sleeper fish houses and some day houses included in that number. Yeah, it's been open since the year 2000. So I don't know what the heck else I'm forgetting, but you come here and like the old story goes, you treat us good, we'll treat you better. You try to you try to offer service to the to your customers and make sure that they leave happy. That's the that's why we want everybody to catch fish. That's why we need a healthy fishery. Because if you don't come up here and catch fish, you know, you're not going to come back. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you want to find out more about Westwind, you can search Westwind Resort Red Lake in your favorite uh, search tool, or you can go to their website, westwindwaskish.com. Thanks, Mark. Hey, thank you, sir. Thanks for listening to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover. For more ice fishing content, visit our blog at catchcover.com.